Welcome to the Us and Stuff podcast, where we talk about family life to creativity and everything in between. And how everything we do is framed by the gospel. Hey, I'm Emily. And I'm RJ. Welcome to the Us Us and Stuff Stuff podcast. Podcast. Welcome. 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 Episode 10, you get a a song today. You're You're welcome. welcome. You're welcome. I'm just kidding. No. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome. Yeah, yeah, this is our 10th episode, so I guess we're going to write that in the books for... Ooh, made it. Hey, you guys made it through 10. Yeah. Congratulations. You might as well just hang out for the next 100. Yeah. You've <laughs> gone this far with us. You have to. Yeah. You're stuck now. And also, you can forgive me for, um, for me having allergies. I have... Allergies. I might be coughing. Yeah. And clearing throats. And I feel like we have every episode, we have some sort of thing that we have to apologize for. See, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Turning it into a drinking game. Every time he (laughs) clears his throat. (laughs) Drinking tea game. Yeah. Okay. So, on a serious note, we're going to go into. Yeah. So, we're going to be releasing this on Good Friday. Yeah. So, this is actually in good timing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about um, the resurrection, but not. We're really trying. To, we had to think about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really challenged ourselves to um, talk about more than just the Christianese, um, the expected uh, Christ is risen. Yeah. You know, like yeah, the Easter. Speech. Just the the sweet Sunday school story, which I mean, that's okay in Those its place, good. but we want to get happen. we want to get deeper. So this is more of just kind of what I've been thinking about. And then mm-hmm. I asked RJ, and then I was like, hey, we should talk about this on the podcast. So, Even though really, I didn't want to. <laughs> you didn't? No, no, no. I meant like just exposing my own heart. Uh, I was like, oh, should we change the no, subject? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I really want I'm, – I'm, my heart is for you guys, and I'm hoping that you guys receive this as much as we did. Yeah. So, the So the main question – that we are asking ourselves is do we live as though the resurrection really happened? Yeah. And I mean, really, truly the question is, are you a Christian? But another way of rephrasing that is, do I live as though the resurrection is true? Because if the resurrection didn't happen, then there's no Christianity. And if we believe in the resurrection, that means we believe in the, Life, death, and resurrection of Christ. Therefore, we live. Everything that I do is wrapped up in that. Yeah. And it's easy to say that. It's easy to go to church on Easter Sunday and yeah. sing. Or you can and, even have the thought process of what I do. Yeah. The one relative that comes to church and you're like, this is for him. Yeah. Or her. Not for me. Yeah. But really, the question is. Is my everyday life impacted by the resurrection? Yeah. Especially when we come into a contact with a being that is resurrected. Mm-hmm. We should have some sort of an impact. And when we don't, and that's the part that I said that I was uh, hi- hiding behind, is that the conviction, conviction yeah. of it hurts. my life so doesn't, really... doesn't really reflect uh, yeah. certain things. So... Um, but yeah, so we'll start it out with um, with your question. Like you said, do we do we live as though the resurrection really happened? 
And another thing that I was thinking about, and I asked RJ this, and this is what I'm going to ask you guys. If you could take where you are right now and put it in a time capsule or a time machine and go back to the crucifixion of Christ and you're standing there, you see him dead. You know he did not live. He didn't make it through. And you're devastated. But then three days later, you see him walking around. That day, after seeing him mm-hmm. resurrected, this Lord that you followed and heard his teaching, saw him die, and then also raised to life, and then seeing him ascend to heaven, how impacted would your everyday life be? Yeah. What's the next day? What's yeah. the thing that what you would What did that do? next day look like? And then from here on out. And the thing is, is we should be impacted as though we were there. Because yeah. the resurrection, if true— still impacts believers today in the same form because it's the same spirit through it all. And we're going to get to that towards the end of this. But I'll let you read the first kind of verse to get us started. Um, So it's in 1 Corinthians 15, 12 through 19. Um, So please look this up because there's so much more in context. And we, we really were challenged to uh, decipher through. Through which verses to read. Because really— All of the whole Bible <laughs> will help you, and we don't have time to read the whole Bible to you. Yeah. So, with that being said, we're just before <laughs> before we read the scriptures that we have is first of all, we're not coming off as teachers to you guys. We're no. this is not our sermon. Again, you're coming into our homes, and we're talking as friends, reading these scriptures, and really asking yeah. ourselves along with our friends who are listening, yeah. does this really impact yeah. us the way that we say it does? We're in the same position. As right. you were. Like, we we read these as if it was, like, the first time we read them. Yeah. And then also, as that we were reading these, we're like, well, I can't read all of Ephesians. I can't read <laughs> yeah. all of Corinthians or First and Second yeah. Corinthians. Like, there's so many verses that we could read. So, again, we're just touching yes. the surface of these. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Dig deeper into it. Um, 1 Corinthians 15, 12 through 19. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead— How can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God, because we testified about God that He has raised Christ, whom He did not raise, if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those who also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. So that right there is just showing everything that we believe as Christians <coughs> is banking on the resurrection. And yes. if the resurrection didn't happen, then what are we doing here? Because yeah. a Christian's life is drastically different than the world's. We should be living for things that are not of the world, but of Christ. And if we're living for Christ, who was crucified, he says that if he were hated, we also will be hated. So, I mean, this life is not easy for a Christian. And if we're doing that and we're really following after him, and he's not raised from the dead, 
pity us yeah. because if all we're we just, have, if all this life is, is just life and then eternal sleep with no eternal life. Yeah. Then we're then investing into nothing. Nothing, yeah. And it's, it's yeah, it's, it's uh, but, the inevitable. But we know the truth. Yeah. And he is alive. And let's dig deeper into, um, let's dig deeper than just like, oh, my job's not doing good, or I'm I'm in between jobs, or, yeah. you know, like again, I'm emotionally. Again, if you just <clears throat> saw him resurrected from the dead, yeah. would your first thought be about your job? Yeah. What would it impact? Yeah. And even the job, or as a stay-at-home mom, or the things that we, and again, last week we were talking about arguing. Yeah. Even the things that we choose to Do argue over matter. are going to be completely different. If we see this risen Christ yeah. and what and why he came, died and came back to life yeah. for us. But for, that, that scripture is challenging a little bit more deeper than just life. When we hear life, we think about the, the routines. Yeah. Well, and this so, earthly life, we think yeah. of the flesh life. Of, so, But we're digging deeper into a more eternal life. Yeah. So um, the first one we're going to talk about is if we had witnessed the resurrection of the true living Christ, mm-hmm. And then he ascended. We're we're taking it back to where what we said. Mm-hmm. Um, you just witnessed that. And then what's your next day is gonna be like. Yeah. Why do we live in fear? Yeah, one thing that That's we can the next see. Question. So I listed <clears throat> four different things that and there's more. Yeah. There's, but for for myself, these are the things that I struggle with. Yeah. And so if I live in constant worry and fear. Yeah. That is evidence that I'm not truly believing in the resurrection. Now, fear is normal. Like yeah. we were talking about earlier was not on the podcast, but you and I. Yeah. Um, when something scary happens, there's an adrenaline rush. Yeah, there is a-, a natural fear that occurs. That's not what I'm talking about. But that constant worrying of what shall I eat? What shall I drink? You know, What job should I take? Yeah. Do I marry this person? I don't know if... I'm going to have enough. It's like, and you're constantly in this fear. If you just saw the God man come and die and come back to life and you see him ascend into heaven, he reveals himself. He says, I'm alive. He conquered death. He conquered everything. And so, why am I going to live in fear? Colossians 1 13 says, He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. And then 1 Corinthians 15, 54 through 57 says, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that so, whole, actually that whole verse, or that whole chapter. Yeah, I mean, chapter. again, go back, read all of yeah. Colossians, all of 1 Corinthians, and there's a whole lot more to this. But that does that does show you where your positioning is after the resurrection. Mm-hmm. You're in a position, like he, he says, you have been delivered from darkness, the domain of darkness, and yeah. transferred to the kingdom. Yeah. So you're now in his in his possession and mm-hmm. in his presence. So your position is no longer in fear. 
And I was talking about it because she was asking me, what would you say? What would you do if you witnessed all that? And then you went back in time, you witnessed all that, and then he ascended to Christ. And I was like, or he went, he ascended to heaven. And I thought, yeah, everything would be different. Like the next day, and she said, your the tune in your head would be different. The way you would walk around would be different. Even just how I wash the dif- dishes would yeah. be different. But fear would be like the last thing. Yeah. So those things that we're constantly worried about, though, we see that He is who He says He is. He is the creator of life. He is the one who gives us all that we have. And He proved that through that resurrection that we were talking about. If Jesus, if we just saw him raised to the dead or raised from the dead, yeah. is it would change everything. But yeah. why doesn't it truly affect us that way? It's easy to say, well, if I were to see it at that time. Yeah. But we also um, we also had this discussion too. Um, the disciples, mm-hmm. when he died, they didn't know. Right. They didn't know. That, that third day hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So we know, we know the outcome. We, in fact, we know several chapters or several books after the resurrection. Mm-hmm. And why do we, why do we not know? Like we know the ending story, mm-hmm. and we know the ending promises and the things that he said. Why are we not living like that? Yeah. And so that's the challenge. Um, so yeah. So the first question is, if you truly believe in the resurrection. Why do you live in fear? Yeah. And if you live in fear, is that evidence to you that maybe you're not believing completely in those truths of mm-hmm. the resurrection? The next one is we live for today and not eternity. Um, let's read these verses first and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. If you want to read Ephesians 2, 1 and 3. Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. Oh, wait, that, sorry, hang on. So this is the only verse for that one. Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of the world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. So that's Ephesians chapter 2, and we're going to read the following verses in the next point. But this is as resurrection power has brought us into new life. If we're believing in the resurrection, our life will look drastically different than the way we used to live. Right here is talking about how we once lived. Yeah, it says you were dead in the trespasses. So if we believe in a resurrection um, and then a dead Christ or a live or which one like you which one yeah, are you living for right. the dead Christ or the li- alive Christ yeah um, so you look at what they're what he's talking mm. about living <clears throat> in the passions of the flesh carrying out the desires of the body so if we're living for t- today yeah then that that was the question living for today today and not eternity what's yeah. in the root of my mind when I'm carrying out my everyday life. Am I constantly just looking at my own comfort Mm -hmm. and my present happiness for me, myself, and I, um, only putting people in my life that I like, Mm. only living for my dreams and my aspirations? Am I living to carry out the desires of my body and the mind 
or am I living for something else? Something else? And when I say eternity, that means from here on out. Yeah. Future into forever. forever. <laughs> Not just the right now, right here, right now. Yeah. But the right here, right now is a part of eternity. Yeah. And if I'm looking at it, it's that is like today goes on forever because this yeah. life that I live now is that of Christ yeah. and his spirit who lives we in are, me. So this is the eternal life from here on out. Yeah. We are witnesses of that ascending Christ so or ascending Christ to heaven. Mm-hmm. If we see that, wouldn't that like change? Like you're like, oh, all the stuff that I've been banking on is like, oh, that's eternal. Yeah. Like he meant that. So, okay, well, I don't have to worry about all those things. But every day. And then, so, the things of this world is all about the temporary life. I mean, really, we are just consumed in that's consumerism. Yeah, <laughs> like, all there's marketing everywhere we look. People are trying to sell us stuff. And it's about making your temporary moments good for you yeah or little things big big deals yeah. <laughs> but we're so wrapped up in that that we're believing the gospel that the world is portraying to us is that the good news is that if you buy this product you'll be happy but that is following out and carrying the desires and passions looking for the next big thing that will eventually break and go away um and that can look differently for different people. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't buy stuff from stores or whatever. Yeah. I'm not being an extremist here. But living for eternal purposes and not just today's temporary happiness. And that will show if we're truly living and believing in the resurrection of yeah. Christ or not. Are it changes really the game. A, yeah. The next one is trying to earn God's love. If the resurrection is true, it's going to change the way we live as believers. So the next part, so he read. And this is this is like, this is the part where I guess my struggle is because you don't want to, it's hard to not, <clears throat> excuse me, it's very hard to not try to impress with the gospel because mm-hmm. you want them to accept it. Yeah. So it's very hard to not dazzle it. Yeah. You know, flowery words, and then you're trying to look at God and say, look what I did. Yeah, I taught somebody about Jesus. Yeah. like, yeah, but that was not about me. So the scripture um, breaks it down. <laughs> so he read Ephesians 2, 1 through 3, and I'm going to read 4 through 10. So before that, again, is talking about what we once were, mm-hmm. living in that sinful nature. But the next verse, starting in verse 4, but God... Being rich in mercy, because of the great love which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with him, and seated, and has seated us with him in the heavenly places in Jesus Christ. So that in the coming ages he might show the measurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one can boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So all of that is showing 
through the resurrection, through the death and resurrection, what He did for us mm. is coming to do the work that needed to be done in our life because we could never live that perfect life, nor could we take on the wrath of God yeah. and come out on the other side. Only Christ could. And so our hope as believers is in the resurrection and that resurrection power helps us to depend on the work of Christ and not in ourselves. Yeah. So as believers, a lot of times we want to try really, really, really hard to be really, really good Christians. Mm. And we're not trusting <clears throat> in the work of the resurrection yeah. of Christ. And at that last part, that's such a reassurance for that last part. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say for anybody else. Mm -hmm. uh, for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we right. can't even claim that. Mm -hmm. We can't even say. We can't take the credit for yeah, any of this. Yeah, we can't have any kind of credit for that. And so, and if, again, if those other two that we talked about um, of um, living an eternal life, and if those things are be, to be taken in consideration, we wouldn't, we wouldn't try to claim anything other than Christ. Right. So. And then the last point that we want to think about is, are we really believing in <clears throat> Christ's resurrection and living as though we believe it, is we depend on ourselves and not the Holy Spirit who was given to all believers after Jesus' ascension. So, so this, is, this is important because, again, if we don't believe in the resurrection mm -hmm. or if we don't truly um, have faith in that, this, this would leave you so empty because you wouldn't think, well, God doesn't care about what, I, what I'm going through. Or right the work is all myself. Again, yeah. this kind of covers <clears throat> what we we're just talking about. It covers it's, it all. It's, it's all the work of God. Yeah. Everything, as we're reading, we're seeing that this is God, the reason why he sent Christ to this earth and sends us the Holy Spirit after Christ ascends mm. is because we have no power in ourselves. Yeah. We are completely 100% dependent on Christ. It's such a gift, and though. Like, absolutely. He doesn't say, all right, see you later, and then go to heaven and say, figure it out. He doesn't do that. So, um, and, it, and these are the yeah. evidences of it. So John, John 14. 14, 25 through 26 says, These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit— whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all the things and bring to you remembrance all that I have said to you. So he's telling everyone who's there before he ascends, he's saying, I'm still here, but when I leave, I'm sending a helper that mm. can be to all believers. Like we have the Holy Spirit promised to us. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, you had mentioned... Um when we were having a discussion offline, um, you had mentioned Mary Magdalene and mm -hmm. then um, and Thomas. Thomas mm -hmm. Having to need that evidence of, like he needed to touch Jesus and say, mm -hmm. oh, wow, you're really here. But then he told Mary, Mary don't touch me. Yeah. Because she wanted to keep him here. She wanted to keep him here. But such, and this statement that, Christ leaves is I'm still here with you. Yeah. For both of them, it's able to comfort. It's such a comforter. Yeah. You know. Language. And then the point of the Holy Spirit 
is to shine light on Christ, Mm -hmm. to glorify our Savior. And He gives that to all people or to all of His believers. We have that. And it's something that not the whole world has. The Bible talks about that. Mm It's not everyone has the Spirit, only those who believe in Christ. And again, that's a work of God. Um, And so we have the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to go ahead and read this one, and then we'll wrap it up. Romans 8, 9 through 11. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. I mean, come on. Like, you can't assume, you can't assume that this is a remedy just for you to live your life the way you wanted to do it. Yeah. This is is not that scripture. This scripture is fully God and fully Christ and fully the spirit. Mm-hmm. And so if you really want to know, like, and I think this is why um, Emily wrote the, wrote the, um, the, the bold, the heading. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was genius because it, if you want to gauge your faith and your walk with Christ within those last couple of ones that we were talking about, and if you're truly a believer of the risen Christ, mm-hmm. that that scripture alone Actually, it's the whole scripture. We just picked that. Yeah, go read Romans 8. Romans 8 or Romans. All of Romans. Yeah. Or all of the, the Bible. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but it it just sta- it puts a stamp on it. Mm-hmm. And you can't, I don't know, it just gives you such a comfort. It gives me a lot of comfort. I hope it does to yeah. you. Um, but this, it's the, it says, you are. However, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. He's telling you, he's saying that I am with you. Yeah, and I've given you this. So this is Romans. This is after the ascension of Christ. This is Paul writing. And we are told here that we are not to live according to the flesh. We are now given the spirit. And so the question that we're wrestling with is... um, do we depend on ourselves or the Holy Spirit? Are yeah. we looking to ourselves for wisdom? Again, so this is one thing that I was kind of questioning is when I'm wanting to seek Christ, mm. whom do I seek first? Is it podcasts? Is it different books? Different pastors? Pastors, Sermons. preachers, a friend? If I'm going to those things first— to point me to Christ, I'm not seeing how powerful the Holy Spirit and why the Holy Spirit is given to us, and I may not be trusting truly in Christ. And that's something that we have to ask ourselves, because again, the Holy Spirit is given to us to help us to see. He opens our eyes to see the truth of the gospel. And so if I'm thinking that I can find it in anything other than the dependency of the Holy Spirit, I'm I'm missing the the whole point yeah. of this. And, and that's, the, that's the blessing of the Holy Spirit yeah. is it's going to show you fruit. Yeah. Um, and you you mentioned that too, um, that in the Word it says that 
in order for you to, to see fruit or see evidences of growth, the old has to die. Right. Like there has to be, I mean, God uses the wheat. Um, is it the... Is yeah, it, Jesus talks about the wheat that yeah. stumps the ground and dies. In. So you would have the fruit of the Spirit. And mm-hmm. so that's what what great thing about the Spirit is that it's going to show in different things that you're doing. So the Bible verse that also says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. That's what it's talking about is Christ died. And so therefore I died. But then I was risen to new life. Yeah. And it's not me that lives. It's Christ. No. So am I truly depending on the Holy Spirit, the work of Christ through His death and resurrection? Or am I depending on, again, and that covers back everything that we just talked yes. about, is the dependency on um, my works? Yeah. Um, am I living for today? Am I living in constant fear? All of that wraps up into... Am I really depending on the work of Christ through his death and resurrection and the work of the Holy Spirit to point me to him? If not, I need to take a step back and reassess and say, am I really believing this? Because it's easy for Christians to say, I believe in Jesus. Again, it's easy to go to church on Mm -hmm. Sunday. But as we look at our everyday lives, the question is, do I really believe this? And that's why I brought up If I were to go back to Good Friday and I see him dead, and then three days later I see him alive, that day after the resurrection, how much differently am I going to live? And if I make a list of all the things that I would do differently and it doesn't match up with the way that I'm living today Mm -hmm. in 2019, it's to beg to differ if I believe in the resurrection at all, even today. Yeah. And that was a challenging thing. Yeah. And I and I hope that challenges you um, in your walk with Christ. Like I really can't capitalize on what Emily just said, uh, other than just Amen to that. Um, I hope that you're. I hope that you're walking with us. Yeah. Because um, we we would need your prayers. We need your prayers, and we hope that it challenges you to re not just listen to all these Christianese things, but mm-hmm. dig deeper, read the Word, because that's how. God is revealing himself through right. is through his word. And then the next day, when you close your book, the next moment, the next time you pray, the next tune you hear, I hope that works. I hope that's after Easter. Mm-hmm. I guess we won't talk to you until next Friday. Right. So we hope that you smell things different, you see yeah. things different, and that you walk as true believers. As true believers and a revelation. And I think that's my main point today is just to encourage you, not discourage you. I don't, I mean, I want you to be convicted if that is, I mean, because for me, this is something I'm really having to wrestle with right now Mm -hmm. is really, do I really believe what I say I believe? But I want you to think about that and not just to go into Good Friday and Easter with you know the same is like okay a year has passed and here we go get the kids easter baskets out and we lose the whole thought and again as christians this is not something we should be only thinking about this time of year this again should impact our every single day life because if i just saw christ raised from the dead believe me the rest of my life until the day i die is going to be different and you're going to hear me talk about the fact that i saw my (laughs) christ crucified and resurrected every single day of my life and i'm not going to be able to stop talking about it 
So if I really believe that, why don't I do that now? Yeah. And so that, and with that being said, yeah. we pray for you guys. We please pray for us um, that our hearts be broken in the parts where it needs to be broken um, for us to seek Christ and continue to, um, hopefully if this, if this feeds people mm. or convicts people or because it's convicting us, right. <laughs> um, that you are not alone um, mm-hmm. that we're with you. Yeah, and, and the struggle is real, and we're in this together. Yeah. But seek Christ. Seek and Christ. the gospel is a beautiful, wonderful, amazing thing, and it's our only hope. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. We can trust it. So, yeah. Amen. So happy Good Friday. Yes. And, and happy Easter. Easter uh, but most of all, happy Resurrection. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And think deeper about this. Take some time. Get out your Bible. I highly recommend picking out one of the Gospels and read it through its entirety and then yeah. go read Ephesians and Romans. Start there. Yep. Um, but, the, I mean, again, you can't go wrong in the Bible. I don't want to tell you <laughs> where to put your bookmark. But, but good, those are good, good starting points. Good starting points. To um, but really pray as you're reading those, think, do I live as though this is real? Yep. And look at your everyday life, how you wake up in the morning and how you go about your mundane tasks is do I live mundane. as though <laughs> this were real? Yeah, so that's be. your question for the day. That's your homework today. Yeah. And next week we have a really good episode. We actually do have a I'm not gonna uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna joke around <laughs> no. and say something. Yeah. Um but next week we're gonna be talking about um idolatry. Yeah. And uh the cheap versions of Christianity yeah. and church. So, yeah. This, this will all go into that. So yeah. if we believe what we say we believe, and then are we believing in the true Jesus yeah. or a knockoff version? Exactly. So, so we're, praying, we're praying for your hearts to be prepared for that and mm-hmm. our hearts to be prepared for that. I feel like we're like doing sermons. Right. <laughs> but um, I hope that you were uh, encouraged today yeah. and that we'll see you next week. On us and stuff. Bye, guys. Love you guys.